everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. In the late aughts, Vicki and I got to teach at Image Explorations up in British Columbia, Canada, a couple years in a row. I think we did 08 and 09 maybe, or 2009, 2010, whenever it was. And that was such an amazing school. It wasn't huge. I think there were a few hundred maybe. Um, but it's one of those experiences where you go and you and by the end of the week, it's kind of like it's kind of like summer camp. You know, by the end of the week, nobody wants to leave. I mean, and you've made all these great friends in just a few days. Um, but you're together like so much that you get really, really tight. Um, and I and I have some lifelong friends. Um, from that experience, even though it was just, you know, 10 days uh, in over the course of those two years. One of those friends is Lance Sullivan. And Lance, Lance is one of the funniest people I have ever met in my entire life. You are with him and you're hanging out and you never know what he's going to do or what he's going to say, but you're crying because you're laughing so hard repeatedly. Uh, throughout the evening if you're at a dinner or just hanging out or whatever. In any case, I saw Lance on Facebook, reached out to him to see if he wanted to be on the show because he makes comments and, and says stuff to me every so often. So I thought, I'll just have Lance on the show. And, you know, and I knew this already, but Lance is is really savvy when it comes to business. He's a volume guy. He's a volume shooter. And he has some amazing thoughts and things that you should really take in and consider about volume photography. Um, he also has a lot of funny things to say. He, he says your ego is not your amigo and things like that. And, and you can think about that. That sounds funny on the surface, but you think about that a little bit and it'll take you places that might freak you out a little bit um, about yourself even. Uh, but you know, he's, He's a sharp dude. He's hilarious, but he's really, really sharp. Um, I learned an awful lot from him like I have in the past, and I think that you will too. Enjoy my conversation with Lance Sullivan. Lance Sullivan, photographer, uh, father, owner of Concept, sorry, Concept Photography Studios. Uh, I'm based in Nanaimo, British Columbia. It's on the west coast of uh, Canada, Vancouver Island. Um, I've been doing this 23 years this year is, uh, my anniversary this month. Primarily we were working in weddings, portraits, families, newborns, all that kind of stuff. When you first get your studio going, uh, and then, um, as we saw many changes originally from medium format to 35 millimeter, you had to rebuild yourself because there was those kind of Weekend warriors, yeah. those uh, mamarazzis, those—I'll um, be polite—the soccer parents sure. that go out and buy the camera. From there, we kind of thought, you know, where do we go from here? So, thirty-five mil, we made through it. I have my daughter. I didn't want to work all weekends and just do weddings, right? I yeah, wanted dude. to be there for my daughter. Yeah. Um, so, from there, Jed, what happened is 
then digital came and then it was a whole other ball game, right? I was, I was on my honeymoon in Hong Kong and bought my first, you know, one D or one DX. And, you know, it was like, okay, we're in this whole new world. And then digital, as we know, changed our industry again. So, and then we move into lots of things, you know, um, price fighting and everything else. And we don't want to be that. We want to still offer uh, a consistent, amazing product and a lot of value, uh, a great relationship and build in our community. And for about five years, I was kind of thinking, you know, how do I really move into volume? How do I move into shooting with schools and sports? And how do I get the repeat clients? You know, going to many conferences, it's often, um, you know, the average family I know in Canada has through the PPOC has said the average family gets a portrait anywhere between any eight to 10 years. And we talked oh, really, about, yeah. And we talked about weddings where it's like, you know, you've got your client and then they have kids and well, unfortunately the divorce rate's so high, yeah. you know, it's pretty much 50%, which is sad. So it's like the second wedding is not as big. So now your opportunity for income. So we were looking at it going, how do we get back into more people's homes time and time again, mm. taking our commercial photography, our lifestyle portraits of our executives that people know and see in town to our beautiful weddings, to our family portraits that hang on walls. How do we take that knowledge of uh, communication of course, the camera is just a tool. So it's building the relationships, communicating with your subject. Uh, you know, once you find your system for your lighting, it's just repetitive. Yep. And being able to communicate well with the client. So that's where we really researched for, like I say, a number of years to get into the volume world. And once we got into that volume world, we were doing paper order forms. You know, the form comes home, you know, you put your $20 in it. You've got your three options on the front. Right. And then the first year I attended a conference in Vegas for the sports and portrait volume industry. Um, there was a gentleman there that worked for Amazon. And he said, if you're not as easy as Amazon to buy from, you're not going to make it any further. Yep. So I felt, okay, yeah, the first year was great because you're, you're almost bathing yourself in cash because <laughs> okay. I was shocked at like the whole, I think I had four schools my first year and I would stand there and tear open the envelopes and shake out the money. But then the time was, you know, always, okay, I got to pick this photo and this kid. And, yeah. and it was really hard connecting software oh, yeah. where we could see this could be much easier, Jed. Yeah. And so we were introduced to a couple different companies and in Canada, there's our one photo lab, which is great, which is Technicare. Um, we would love to use White House. We'd love to use other labs, but with with protection of children, you're not allowed to cross borders. Oh. So, yeah. So Canada is really, really tight with it, right? I'm not allowed to send my stuff to White House and have them ship it across. Although you guys may have a warehouse in like Toronto and then it ships to me. Mm -hmm. I would be ethically breaking the law if sure. I ship a child's photo over the border. So okay. we needed to really find those softwares once we found them and it kept resonating in my brain. Like this guy said, if I can make it as easy as Amazon, you know, click, click, buy it, send, enter my credit card done. He says, that's the way that it's going to be. So the last probably four years, we're now at 20 schools. 
Um, and I'm only in a, I'm in an area where there's about a hundred, 110,000 people. Um, we photograph 10,000 heads a year. That's how we kind of count them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have all of our soccer associations, our baseball, our lacrosse, our wrestling, our swim clubs. Um, we've, I mean, the easiest way to put it, think of every single kid as 20 bucks. So if you're in the wedding industry or working in an area where you live in a community where there's 30,000 or 60 or 100,000, if you have a a city of 60,000 and you photograph 6,000 heads a year, you're going to add $120,000 to your your business um, immediately. Here's, so you, you're a person that's been doing this for a while. You've kind of been there and done that. in in all the different facets of the industry, portraits, weddings, and having all of that knowledge and all that experience, you've decided that volume photography is for you. What, what parts of the, of portraits and weddings have you migrated into the volume business? Because a lot of times we're like, okay, you go boutique studio, low volume, high price, right? Or you go volume, and you go uh, high volume, uh, low price, and you get them in and you get them out and you just want as many people flying in front of your camera as you can get. But you mentioned like the relational piece at one point, or you touched on that. What, What parts of the boutique more, like the other end of the spectrum, are you bringing in to your volume business? Good question. We, um, we bring a lot of who we are as, as a person, right? My brand, as I've known you for a while and yeah. seen you at conferences, our brand has always been important, always show up. So the boutique feel is I'm not showing up in a golf shirt, right? We always have really cool t-shirts. Mm. We have really cool hats. We give away key lanyards. We want to be memorable for these kids, right? So every single school teacher has a key lanyard because they have their school keys on it, right? Right. We have ours with like a snow camouflage and our logos all over it. Everybody (laughs) wants one, you know? Uh, We give out really cool stickers. You know, we started a thing last year where it was hashtag only one you. Because it, you know, we start giving stickers out because the biggest problem in this um, social world is kids kids don't have a lot of confidence. So we're always building them up, right? Mm. One thing that we learned from our boutique uh, portrait side is, which we still do, right? Like we still do weddings, we still do our portraits, we still do a lot of commercial. I'm glad you said that. I was going to ask that. It's good to know that you do both. Yeah, we are. We're. we're, I was just on the phone this morning. You know, working on some deals for some new headshots. We're traveling, doing architecture and corporate work. So, migrating everything together, we just we went in our first year thinking, okay, we have to be like life touch in Canada. We have to be like edge imaging or a couple other larger name studios. So how do we compete? Right? So bringing in that boutique feel is with your branding, Mm. who you are as a person, um, how you communicate with the kids, how you communicate with the families, um, letting people know that you're local. The big thing with that though, is if you're going to work with a large company, that's not me, they're local as well. So they're still employing local talent, right? But where 
we have a good relationship now is with having so many schools and so many sporting events. We see these people at three to four events every year. Yep. So now pre-COVID, you're walking around, you're high-fiving the kids. You can't remember who 10,000 faces are, <laughs> but you kind of remember who they are. And you're like, I know that smile. And it's right. like, what school do you go to? Right. And even when you see them in Costco, or Walmart or your local grocery store. Yeah. I always have my brand on whether yes. it's a hat or a hoodie. Yeah. And kids are like, I know that guy. Yeah. And I'm like looking at someone in the salad <laughs> section going, do I know you? And they're like, I know you. And you're like, I know you. You're right. What school right. do you right. go to again? Right. 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 And right. then right. the right. little kids like I go to Pleasant Valley and you're like, I mm. thought you looked like a Pleasant Valley smile. Mm. So the parents get to see you interacting with their kids. Um, and our sports events, you know, we just don't do, I take what used to be the kind of large sales room, right? Go in, have the projector, have the software, make sure you project a, a nice 24 by 36 or a nice, oh, yeah. you know, 20, 20 by 30 for a transitional, mm -hmm. the sales room for our, our online, we want it to be very easy right? for our sporting events. We have tents with our logos on them. Everybody's in branded apparel. You know, we're high-fiving kids. We've got nice big, like, sideline banners with our logos on them. Again, branding, branding, branding all the time. And making your sales room easy, just like the boutique studio experience where you would go in and buy canvases and stuff. Well, and it sounds like you focus on the relationship piece, too. I've been born and raised in Nanaimo. You know, I'm 47 now, and... I was lucky enough to have a, a really fun retail job selling snowboards and skis and skateboards and stuff, which was fun. And then we did mountain bike. So it's, it's, it's been a life of always selling fun, mm. right? Like we're not just selling even a little kid a pair of shoes. You're selling him an opportunity to get out on the trails or to go out and experience things with some friends. And I didn't realize that until I took Andre Amiot's course like four times at Image Explorations you know, Andre kept just putting it into me and he was, people were like, this is your fourth time. I'm like, I pass. It's just, you pick up little nuggets yeah. every single time of, of, uh, you know, how do we, how do we keep going? And I'm, I'm so grateful to be in a community where, you know, as long as you're involved and it's the old rule where givers gain, Yeah. you know, um, the one thing I learned and, and I, and I preach it to a lot of my commercial clients now, and it's a great little nugget and I can't remember where I heard it, but your ego is not your amigo. Ah, yeah. I, I like that. How many people Jed that we have met at conferences in New York or Phoenix or WPPI where <laughs> they roll across that trade show floor and they got that swagger and they've got some of their sponsor swag on and they're like, Hey, Hey. And you're like, you're just like me. We own the same tools. We own the same lighting. We own, you know, we have very similar clients mm -hmm. and, but your ego is not your amigo. It right. is not your best friend. Yeah. It is and I always said I would never do Santa and I would never do schools when I first started. And I tell you, we have tripled our yearly revenue and I work out of a 20 by 25 foot studio with my van parked in it all year round. 
and I have a six by 12 utility trailer full of stands and backdrops and gear now. And I photograph Santa at a mall. <laughs> so, and I photograph 10,000 school kids a year and I photograph probably another 5,000 um, sport kids plus all my other stuff. So if you can so you find a to way get over to yourself, no, man, I didn't do no. You didn't have it. to get over yourself. I'm saying when you said, oh, yeah. I, you're like, I'm not going to shoot, you know, saying I'm not going to do volume. I'm not going to do school kids, but now you do. I'm, I'm asking saying you had to get yeah. over that. Yeah. I, I found when I had a staff of six downtown, I moved out of my little 20 by 20 studio and I moved to a 2,500 square foot studio. I had the big sales room. I had everything going on, right? It was like the 40 by 50 seamless cove white studio. And at that time, Nanaimo was 80,000 people. Mm. Why do I need it? I needed this ego. I wore fancy dress shirts and pointy shoes and really nice jeans. And you know what? I spent more time on the phone negotiating weddings and commercial and I had other people shooting and I'm so grateful for that, for that crash in Mm. 2008 Mm -hmm. because I remember sitting in my driveway with all my furniture in my old little house going literally Facebook marketplace was kind of new. I think, I don't even think marketplace was there, but I was just like free couch, you know, free like bamboo shoots from the corner of my studio I gave it all away and I started from scratch. And that was the most humbling experience at Mm. 33 was I didn't get into this to run a massive studio. I got into this because I love interacting with people and I love capturing images. So if I can do that every day and, you know, honestly from, cause we don't start school here till about September 8th. So my first school this year is September 17th. And we go till about November, maybe the 9th or 10th. Yeah. That's with retake days. And then the 15th or 18th, we move right into Santa. Yep. And ha- now again, I'm tripling our yearly revenue from what we used to. And half of, if, if you follow the numbers, half of my yearly revenue now is made between September and December 24th. Yep. What's keeping that in mind, what are things that you do and I'm at, so maybe you don't even do this, but you have all this volume. And so the business part of my mind looks at all that volume coming in mm-hmm. and I see potential clients, mm-hmm. right? Are there, is there anything that you do to funnel anything from volume to the more uh, focused portrait side of your, of your business? So- from what I'm understanding, almost like a pre-qualification or almost funneling those people to. I mean, cause you can't, you're not going to shoot 10,000 portraits, you know, I mean, portrait sessions on top yep. of your volume business. But what I'm, as you're going into these volume scenarios, I just can't help but think in my mind, I'm just seeing potential clients rolling on through for my 100%. portrait business. 100%. Yeah. I've so had you, two inquiries in the last couple of days. Yes. So is there anything that you do intentionally to facilitate that? Not at all. You don't even have to. No. <laughs> just just being there facilitates it. Yeah. 
Okay. Like, you know, you know, we've, we've met again and, you know, like, you know, Tyler from image explorations. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, I got Tyler in there and Tyler can now, and I mean, there's a guy who is a great photographer. He's so creative with his creative stuff. He works with a simple university. He's in a city of about 85,000, mm-hmm. 90,000 people up in Kamloops, British Columbia. He works with uh, about five schools works with a soccer association, still does all of his commercial and aerial and artistic stuff, but he works with the university and he does two malls during Santa. He can live a whole life, a whole year based off those like three months. So (laughs) if I really wanted to Jed, and I mean, I'm in this life to give back to my community, to be with my family, Mm. to live where we live. I mean, you know, you've been to Vancouver Island. Yes, I it have. is the most amazing place. So if I want to, you know, ride, ride my bike, drive my van, hang out and live life, but still be able to provide, um, volume is the way to go. Mm-hmm. The other thing too, that a lot of people really forget when we're in our sort of ego state of being a photographer and an artist and all these things is, um, I watched Greg and Lisa Daniels do it. You know, and I love those two because mm. Greg is always on the camera being fun. But Lisa, it, it's funny, you know, you go to image explorations in the day and I wouldn't watch Greg, you know, everybody would be around Greg. And I'm like, no, I want to go listen to what Lisa talks about. <laughs> Cause she is like, you know, she's so great, man. She's like pre-qualifying. Yeah. She's talking to them about how beautiful this really nice, you know, mantelpiece or this, or this large dining room spread, just her vocabulary. Right. So, you know, wherever we are, we're sort of communicating again in that boutique studio uh, language and our communication. Um, We use a piece of software that allows us now to take our buyers and non-buyers and funnel them and send out emails for last chance opportunities and all these types of things. So we're going to try this year that, you know, um, we're going to offer to all buyers, maybe a opportunity for Christmas Mm. photos or like we can utilize our software to our advantage, um, to maximize communicating with our, our, you know, 10,000 families. Right. So there's a lot more, but as I move out of November, there's still a lot of cleanup work, you know, little, little Johnny lost his package, you know, little Susie folded her photos, her leftover SpaghettiOs ruined (laughs) the package. So there's all those cleanups. And really when you're an independent and when you're a small studio, whether if you photograph five schools or 50 schools, it's your service. You know, it's like, if I can get you another eight by 10 and two, five by seven units, within an hour in my studio on a dye sub thermal printer, are, are, are you happy with that? Right. And, and of course people will say yes, you know, mm-hmm. and Amazon's been it where it's, I can order it today and it'll show up tomorrow. Yeah. So that's right. where, or in an hour. Yeah. So that's where with these larger companies doing volume in your communities, you know, I have to deal with another company for my daughter's own photos. Yeah. And it was painful. So yeah. I took that experience. And yeah. again, give, give that one-on-one experience. Now you are on for four months of the year. Like you're, you are pinned 
from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about the next four months for you. I mean, you're gearing up for like, like hell week, but like four months. Yeah. You know, we've also, I have a great part time girl who loves working with me. Cause I've told her your summers are off. Right. And if I don't want to shoot, like if I don't want to shoot, I'm going to refer them to you because uh-huh. I'm going to go get in my van and go explore the Island right. or anywhere else. But I want her to grow her side business, but she knows that I can pay her well during that time. And she's like, but I get really like three and a half, four months off a year. Yeah. And I make more than what I used to at my other job. Right. Because you can actually afford to pay your staff. Good. Some people use, uh, wedding photographers. I use wedding photographer for my first two to three seasons getting going because I know they, they know how to communicate with a client yeah. on, you know, on like the whole, you know, tilt your head, relax it, chin down, don't chin up a little bit. Right. So a lot of it is utilizing that, um, that real quick sense that you learn right. from being a good wedding photographer. Cause it's so gotta be back to, it's got to be quick, you know, like, yeah. you know, to me, it's never about the dress. It's about the stuff around the dress, mm-hmm. right. Or it's the garbage can or the stop sign in the background. So mm-hmm. if you can look at your child standing there with their hands on their hips or their arms crossed, trying to look cool. And you can be like, you know what, turn a bit, bud. Yep. Great. You know, chin here, chin down. Yeah. Perfect. Hold it yeah. there. And as long as a lot of people, whenever we go to conference, they always talk about a one light setup for like yeah. green screen. Yeah. We do a four light setup. Yeah. Because I want a main light. I want a fill kicker. Mm-hmm. I want a hair light. So I'm doing the exact same lighting in my studio for an executive portrait on yeah. a child as I do on my school portrait. You're not cheapening the experience or even the product because because maybe some people think you could. Right? You're going the right. extra mile even in that vein. Most people don't notice it, Jed, because they're so used to a iPhone or flat light now. But when they do get a beautiful photo with nice big catch lights and their eyes sparkle, people notice that stuff. They see it then. They don't yeah. know it on they don't notice it on the front end, maybe, but they certainly no. see it uh the finished product that way. Yeah. And there's some people, you know, like let's be honest, a Godox light from B and H is probably four hundred dollars. Right. You know, we don't run high-end cameras in this. I I have a completely different setup of inexpensive cameras, right? You're always shooting JPEGs. So for those people, a light meter is your best friend. Knowing Mm -hmm. and understanding light is your best friend. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, we've had people in our area try to get into volume and they don't understand, right? They they are just like, well, I've heard of a one light green screen setup. And it's like, you're not going to be able to really make it. Um, You do have to invest a lot to get into it, software, conferences, everything. We have a viewfinder mask in our camera that shows me where the headline and where the chin needs to sit. Yep. I've heard of this. Yeah. And it's got like, this is what a five by seven looks like. This is what an eight by 10 looks like. I use that with my business portraits Mm. so much. Mm-hmm. And even with my family portraits, because sure. in the camera, I can go, okay, I know that my ratios are going to be a four by five or a four by six ratio for a 20 by 30. I can, I, I can see right in my viewfinder. So whatever helps you be able to pick up, you know, I mean, sports, we're doing a team every seven minutes. That's oh, individual yeah. and team photo. So we've got them in the building. We've got them purchased through our sales center, through the right. sales experience. 
They've got their barcode. They've filled out everything for their cool little trader cards. We've lined them up. We've shot them through the line. We photographed them at my station on green screen. And then we move them over to a completely different station for a team photo. And in seven minutes, our next team is up to my camera. And bam, we, bam, bam. we have breaks. So, and what I found is don't look at it as being mundane. Look at it as being an opportunity to be creative. Every time. Right? Um, like third creative, um, got a, a Ben, uh, oh, there's a Ben uh, Shirk does great designs. Yeah, he does. You know, there's, there's all these guys that do this. And if you're young enough and willing to dive into finding out how that stuff is done, yeah, that's where you really set yourself apart too. Right. Right. So In post. Make your, yeah. Make your graphics now look like your boutique canvases. Right. Or right. your, you know, those like amazing wedding shots yeah. that, that we've got down in like Mexico or Cuba, right. uh, you know, uh, make it look so cool that, that when that kid walks up, he's like, mom, mom, I really would love that, that locker print for yeah. my locker. Yeah. I gotta have bedroom. that. Right. Totally. What? So to me, that's where you get it from your sort of boutique side is not just drag and dropping. It's right. how can I push the envelope to make right. it even better? So right. again, that's, that's where your sales room comes back into it. How, how do you handle, so the majority of your work for the year, at least for volume is coming up. Yeah. The pandemic hit us six months ago, essentially, give or take. Are, are you thinking that it's, are you thinking in your mind, well, it could have been a lot worse if the, if the year was 180 degrees, or is it like, uh, we're not going to be hit as bad because we're over the worst of it. Or are you like, yeah, this is, this is going to hurt. Where, where are you at with it? It's a good one. So, uh, the day that, you know, the day that the pandemic hit, we literally within the first couple of days were reaching out to our sports. So we missed spring baseball. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a two day, $15,000 out of your yep. pocket. Yeah. So that's just a small baseball association just to put numbers into perspective. Mm -hmm. We then moved into soccer was canceled. Another soccer was canceled. Graduation was canceled. Prom was canceled. University convocations were canceled. Everything that we're normally working on in the spring was done. So this so, is your busiest season coming up, but you did have, you did miss a lot of stuff. It probably costs us 60 to $80,000. Oh. Yeah. But you know what, Jed, the only thing that helped us get through this was being a volume photographer because you had enough revenue in your year and enough savings that we put it into a safety net yeah. where up in Canada, uh, we didn't have to pull anything from the government. Mm -hmm. You know, we could still survive. Mm -hmm. At that time, we started using our high volume marketing team that works with a piece of our software that then said, let's do some, some stuff. People are at home, people are shopping, people are looking online. People are stuck in their houses quarantining. Yeah. How can we come up with a, like a production sale? So we did three digital downloads or we did a bundle of prints delivered to your door for $25. Based on all the stuff that you had. And it's often dead galleries. Like yeah. at that time of year, all the heavy lifting has been done from September to December. Right. So at any time, 
I know it's different down in the States and across the rest of the globe. Canada, as you know, in these conferences where we've met each other has always been, oh, you know, well, it just is different up, up in Canada. Well, it is, you yeah. know, we don't send out um, Easter opportunities. We don't send out, you know, um, Thanksgiving or, you know, July 4th graphics. Right. We just are in the schools a couple times. We don't take every single opportunity and hit our customers consistently. So yeah, we had galleries that were sitting there doing nothing. And at a two minute phone call with our marketing girl, where we have with a software company that does all of our online sales, we're like, Hey, can we do a great promotion for family that are worried about finances? Yeah. You know, three digital downloads are normally probably 50, $55. We said, look, let's just do it. $25. Let's help families out. So we sold it like that. And over the pandemic in Canada, where we were, we were probably doing three to $4,000 a month in galleries that were doing nothing anyways, because there's no sense of urgency and you having a family, you know, um, your daughter brings home something one day for a field trip, the next day you've got soccer registration and then the right. next day you've got to get them to dance or to whatever else. So yeah. that piece of paper, Jed gets lower down on the list. Yes, of importance. So that's where being online and as easy as Amazon, like this one gentleman said is remind them, you know, yeah. gently remind them. Yeah. We just did two final mailers to say, look, July 31st, we are no longer hosting your images. Last chance to buy. Yep. We gave them two days, right? We gave them a sense of urgency and we had a great response from it, from something that was doing nothing. And I even brought up galleries from 2016, 17, 18. And I'm like, it's your last chance. Because with our software, we can click to make it active or unactive. So it's just reminding people, right? So moving into this kind of year, like how it's affected us, it's affected us huge. We're now looking at, we're writing letters to principals to let them know our guidelines. You know, we used to be able to go through 600 kids in three hours and class photos, but now we need someone every two meters, every six feet apart. Yep. We're looking at putting plexiglass shields up between us. I mean, we are about eight to 10 feet away from the subject, but we're looking at, you know, barriers. We're looking at supplying masks, supplying hand sanitizer, supplying everything. We don't know what school looks like for us here yet, Jed. In BC, each district has to do their own planning. Um, It's going to be a tough year. But I've already said, if if I can lose half of my revenue, I can still survive. That's huge. So, yeah. So let's, you know, go back to the very beginning is trying to sell it is, if I can lose, like, let's say I do 300,000 this year in sales throughout my whole studio. Can I live if my studio produces 150,000? Yes. I don't think there's a lot of wedding photographers that can, uh, that are weathering this well. Well, and you're, uh, you're attributing that you're attributing a lot of that or most of that, if not all of that to the volume business. Diversification. And I'm okay being the guy at the mall, joking around with the families, you know, and, you know, honestly seeing the magic in little kids eyes to do Santa, Mm. it's, it's like, you're not dealing with stressful brides or stressful grooms or, or, you know, other things, right. Where there's maybe large uh, generational heirloom portraits being produced. I love producing that stuff, but 
looking at the magic of a little child, looking at Santa is like, wow, is that ever cool? Or at schools, we get up and we go through every little one in the lineup. We used to get up and high five them and be like, man, I love your shoes. Jed, great hat today, buddy. <laughs> hey, are those new, new glasses? Right. And the little kid, you're like, oh my God, I've always wanted to meet somebody where your left foot is, where your right foot is, and you're right where you're left because your shoes are on backwards. But you know what? When the principal sees that and the school sees that and the teacher sees that and the, the educational assistants, they're like, we like how you guys yep. work with the kids. Yeah. And in our industry, who's prepared? Like, you know, like we talk about the pandemic, it's, it's very different up in Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, we're where we live. We have no active cases. There hasn't been any new cases in quite some time, but everybody's really respectful. We're being precautionary. Um, but you know, it's going to affect us hugely. Like what is, what does Santa look like? Right. You know, how to, how do little kids go back to sitting on their knee? Right. We do another volume day with the mall for mother's day. You know, we do another one where we donate prints for Halloween. The mall pays us on the back end of it, but we do like a large volume style system for Halloween where we provide a print on a, on a, on a dye subthermal printer every 20 seconds. But yeah what is trick-or-treating in the mall Halloween? Like every single $2,500 job like that. You start, yeah, it does. So we think we're going to be okay. Um, well, I know that we're going to be good. Um, volume has allowed us to invest in retirement. Yeah. You know, um, something a lot of photographers don't think of for the many years when I went to WPPI and sat in some of those big rooms and small rooms, as you know, buddy, nobody put on, nobody ever put on anything to say, how do we get to the next stage? Yeah. You know, I'm 47 and I'm looking at going, okay, when I'm 55 to 60, not too far away, the next 10 to 13 years, what does that look like for me? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's allowed me to every year, put something aside and invested in real estate or something different. And for 18 years of my business, I didn't do any of that. Right. Because I was barely hanging on negotiating the next wedding, trying to get the next family portrait collection out to customers homes and the framing. And there was a lot of running around um, where with volume, it, it changes your life. Well, in something like that, it's always like, Oh, the best, the best time to start is, 20 years ago and the second best time to start is today. Right. So if, if you're not on that, if you haven't started, this is just a real quick plug for that because I think you bring up a really good point. It's not something that a lot of people focus on very often, but if you haven't started, start right now. Yeah. And where's the strength within your company? You know, um, I, I could have named it Lance Sullivan photography, but I, yep. I, you know, when I first started, I, I have a product to sell now. And that's what Andre Amion from mm-hmm. the photo coach was always, what product are you going to have at the end of your, of right. your career? You know, um, he had a studio name, you know, um, and he always said even uh, probably eight to 10 years ago back at IE when, when you and I were there and when he was teaching, it was, if you want to do something different, diversify, have a different sub name, but keep your company name for your boutique client. So it's been a conversation that's been happening for a really long time. I was going to do concept photography and then DSLR studios for the kids, but I just said, forget it. 
I am one. I want right. people to not be confused in a small community. And I want people to know that they're still getting the same photography, the same photographer, the same experience as they would with my commercial and portraits as they do with my volume. Yeah. It's a solid brand on either side. It's the same. They can expect the same level of attention and experience. And I, I like yeah, that piece. No, yeah. There's no consumer confusion. And if people, if people were like, Oh, you know, like you don't do family portraits anymore. And I get that a lot now. And I'm like, absolutely. I do. Yeah. You know, hundred percent. Right. So that's right. why I'm thinking next year. And it's a great point that you brought up is giving a little bit more into that. Okay. How do I remarket to these people? Right. Right. Our photo lab, our printers, similar to what white house would do would offer a sheet to go into the package. So when the customer gets home, it's like, Hey, you know, phone in and use this promo code and you'll get a sitting for, you know, one ninety nine. Yeah. and it will include a, B and C and you could have those put into every, so Jed, there's so many opportunities to remark back to your high end. I love that idea. Jed, this, this is an eight by 10 that sits on the wall for 11 and a half months. And then the new ones put right in front of it. So you know how many parents hate or hates a heavy word are frustrated by youth trader cards because they come in packs of 16. They only ever hand out five. So many friends have said, I open up my junk drawer, which we all have. And they're like, there's nothing but dollar bills sitting in this drawer because you only sell me 16. And I'm like, sorry. And then they get new ones every year. Yeah, they do. You are are in front of your customers every single year. So whatever you can be, you you know, and, and it's not like you have to create these large marketing campaigns. If you do a good job, you work hard, you have all the right software, you have the best lab, you know, working for you with where you're allowed to work the photo labs can make your life so easy. Oh, amen. I I like that piece. Well, because I know that like, if I could work with white house, I would, because I know your guys' turnaround is so fast that, that your production is so fast. Also, also the environmental sustainability part for what white house believes in is huge for us. And there's a, there's a lot of core values and, you know, spending time, with Mike and, 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 you know, skiing and sitting, having dinner, talking to him about this is like, he's like, I would love to have your work because, and he shares stuff. So if you align yourself with the right lab and the lab, believe it or not, has all the answers for you. Yeah. That is one thing that I learned in this volume industry. They have all the solutions as in products and software available, but unless you ask, like for those people that see this, that if they they hopefully reach out and say, Hey, you know what? How can you guys help me get into volume? You guys have access because Mm -hmm. the software companies go to the labs because the labs do the mass production of this. And I didn't know that. Right. I was online looking for volume photography help and I couldn't find anything. And I phoned my Canadian lab who we have to use. And they were like, certainly we have a solution for that. Right. Right. Yeah. Reach out, reach out and ask. Yeah. I think it's a game changer, you know, for those studios that are in limbo that are, that are heavy on weddings and heavy on portraits. I think families, I think the worst of the pandemic is financially ahead of us. Um, as it moves into the fall, you know, summer's great, right? People spending money, you know, going on holidays, doing things, but 
I think the financial fall off is ahead of us still a little bit. So Could be. Yeah. I'm not going to get those $2,500 portrait orders. I want those $20 orders right. and I'm going to do everything I can for my, for the safety of my families. You know, we, we had a, um, a baseball association recently. We're like, Nope, we're going to go through with photo day. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. They're like, yeah. well, it would be great to keep you happy. And I said, I've lined myself up. I have financial support through my savings. I said, most importantly, and they wrote a nice letter out and sent it to like 700 families that on behalf of me and in Canada, Dr. Bonnie Henry, we don't want to put any families at risk during this time. Of course. Our, of course. our finances are not going to be before your safety. Sure. And the association right there was like, this is why we work with you. Right. You know, like right. you're not going to get greedy. So just be reasonable, you know, get involved in your community. And it's a great way to give back to the community too. Mm -hmm. You know, giving back to basketball teams at school, or we go into a private school and talk about photography to their, to their photography teachers. And so you can give back in so many ways where you're building raving fans, you know, grade 11 and 12, and you're, you're a photography instructor well, maybe they're three to five years away from meeting a guy or meeting a girl and they're going to, you know, create a partnership and hopefully they're going to think of you when time they comes need, to right. either if they are having a newborn or doing their nuptials, right? Those are the things that you want to continue to do. It is. It just, it just reiterates to me that it, like your, your, the work that you do is actually such a big piece of what your marketing is. <laughs> percent for the whole company. Like every day you're out there, you know, you're, you're hitting it and making it happen. But that is, that is such a huge piece of your marketing. Uh, we don't spend any money on marketing, right? We haven't had business cards in three years. Well, probably five years because mm -hmm. I found one the other day and it had my old address. <laughs> it, it's again, it's not about pumping anybody's tires, but if you're, right. if you're continually driving a clean vehicle, you know, and, mm -hmm. and like I say, Andre beat it into me, make sure that you have your brand on, represent yourself. Well, if you're not a shirt and tie guy, be your brand. Like right. my studio, people are shocked. They come in to do a, a business portrait and they're probably smelling gas from my old Volkswagen van. And they're looking at a, at a surfboard and, you know, all my mountain bike gear. It's a very untraditional studio, mm -hmm. but people mm -hmm. come in and they're like, this is refreshing. So yeah. again, my studio behind me is a mirror of myself and how I am. Um, and I just want people to embrace it. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to be fake. And again, that's where it's your ego is not your amigo. Just be you. And if, you're honest and you give back to your customers, people are going to refer you, right? Where, Don't where, try and sell to people. Oh gosh. Where, where can people go to find all this information? Where can they go to find you? Uh, they can go to my website, www.conceptphoto.ca is my, that's my main site. There's uh, links on there. We have a separate website for our schools. It's www.myportraits.ca. Uh, that's just where parents order. Again, they can mm. look online and see, they can't go see the galleries. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. What I am, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's sad to say, but I, I don't, I, I think I'm concept photo on Instagram. 
You know, and even there, Jed, I'm sure, like you say, you, you kind of check it out every now and again and see where my van's taking me. Yeah. There's not a lot of photography on there. There's, there's you know, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff about your van. I love to see what's going on with your van. Yeah. I, I, I just think if people know who you are and you know, the minute we got to oversell ourselves, I think that we're just trying to hide something. And I just want people to use us because they, they, they see a resemblance in yeah. themselves and us and they enjoy yeah. what we do with my daughter and with my partner, Shannon and, you know, life, I think it's really important. And people know that I have a life too, and we're just real people. Right. I so, and I mean, if anybody has questions or anything, you know, it, it's probably the nail in every coffin to say, you know, reach out, uh, because <laughs> they'll have a million questions. Um, I'm saying that's why I'm saying, right. Like your lab, like white house for those people yeah. that are interested, yeah. the lab has the tools to help you and to put you in the right direction to get the best training where you can I say, do do more for your family, set up your business and uh, still have fun doing it and still promote your brand. Like where, how else are you going to do it? 10,000 other times in six, six weeks. Oh my right? gosh. Hey, you know what? I appreciate you saying that you're absolutely correct. Uh, thanks for that. Thank you for your time. No worries. Thanks for and having me. Enjoy your beautiful van. I will continue to enjoy creeping on you and watching you enjoying your beautiful van. <laughs> I'm going to go cruise today, man. I got to go do another piece of real estate. And I know people are like, really? This is what you drive? It's like, again, just be different and be you, man. And it's like, I love why it. am I going to drive something new? So I, love I appreciate it. it. Thanks, brother. Have a good one. Thanks. Good to see you, man. Take care. 